Welcome back to Notorious IDP. We have the Notorious Ones. I'm Ronnie. How are you doing today, Sean? Doing fantastic. It's a great, great month, great time of the year. I'm excited. Playoffs are coming up. I think uh, we're in week 14. And if you're like us, you basically have two weeks now because playoffs are one week later. Our playoffs start week 16. Your playoffs might start week 15. So we're here to bring you all the information you need to go out and win that playoff championship. One thing I know for sure is I'm a lock to go to the playoffs. How about you? <laughs> I am a lock for the toilet bowl. All right. Let's hope you win the toilet bowl and get first pick overall so you can trade it to me. All right. Let's go on the news and notes. Uh, like I said, it's week 14. We've got the waiver wire, the all buffet team honors for you, and the IDP start bench drop section because it's that time of year where you got to make a decision. If you want to win the playoffs, which isn't always an easy decision. So you, my friend, Ronnie, are going to take us through that. And you're going to be the one making all these hard decisions because <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, the guy that's in the toilet bowl. Let's have him pick it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The, the bye week this week, Indianapolis, Miami, New England and Philadelphia are all on a bye week. Um, some of those teams, like if you have Jonathan Taylor, you probably hurting a little bit because he's probably one of the best running backs in the league right now. The other teams, you know, maybe you're a big fan of Dallas Godert after that last game. And other people, maybe they're a fan like you of Mac Jones and are kind of needing a quarterback, but I doubt it. The Thursday game this week is Pittsburgh at Minnesota. The Monday night game would be the L.A. Rams at Arizona for a rematch. I think Arizona won that last time when L.A. looked unbeatable. So we'll see how that goes. It is in Arizona. Um, I don't know if that'll be on a pick or not. Minnesota, they get cornerback Patrick Peterson back off the COVID list. So that's a good break for Minnesota there. They lost to Detroit, right? So ugh, they're going to need some help. And Tennessee safety, Kevin Bayard, he's also back off the COVID list. So that's a huge help for both of those teams going forward. I don't really have any news, other news or notes. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. All right, we'll keep it quick this, this day. Uh, we are just going to do the... Uh, the normal podcast and then tomorrow we'll bring you the normal wednesday podcast so results of our pick of our pick six are in didn't do six and oh i didn't but i did do five and one best i've done all year and unfortunately you did one and five see what happens so you, after you do a six and oh i was thinking you know every once in a while you know when you do the office polls mm -hmm. and that one person just wins it once a year when there's all those upsets where they just pick because of the color of the jerseys or the name sounds cool <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if that's how you got lucky this week. It might be because I kind of, <laughs> I picked almost all the underdogs, uh, tried to try to be on the underdogs on any big spreads and maybe the favorites on the little spreads. Didn't really have a technique. I just go off of what my spreadsheet says, just like a reporter. Uh, <laughs> I also won the tiebreaker, which is kind of cool. Uh, Tampa Bay minus 11 was our tiebreaker and Tampa Bay won just barely more than that. So not bad, not six and oh. So I'm going to still give you the credit of being our best uh, pick sixer of the year uh, but we still have a few more weeks to to get another six and oh in all right there's only a handful for idp touchdowns and or safeties this week i don't think there were any safeties um i don't recall any but those touchdowns were dallas we had a couple of big guy touchdowns this is pretty cool the big defensive lineman so dallas defensive end carlos watkins he had a 29 yard pick six rumbling stumbling big guy touchdown um atlanta Defensive tackle. These are the biggest guys on the field. Marlon Davidson, a three-yard pick six. 
So he didn't have to go very far, but he got there. And I believe Atlanta was the ones playing Tampa Bay. So that's, he got that off of Tom Brady, Hall of Famer. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So this, this Charger defense has been, I mean, I hate to say it, but they've been pathetic most of the year, but they showed up this week. Uh, they're, they had a lot of sacks, like four or five sacks, lots of pass defenses, several tackles for loss. So they showed out this week. Uh, still not, you know, not a highly rated defense, but they had a good week. But cornerback Tavon Campbell, 61-yard fumble return for a touchdown. And then Kansas City safety, Daniel Sorensen, had a 75-yard pick six. So congratulations to all the defensive touchdown getters. A lot of pick sixes and one fumble return. And as far as I know, there's still no normal punt return for a touchdown in the NFL this year. There's some blocked, blocked punt touchdowns, but no normal punt return for a touchdown yet. So I'm looking forward to one of those. All right, it's conversation time before we get into the Alba Faye team. I've got some questions for you that every fantasy owner wants to know. Uh-oh. Do I start this guy? Do I bench this guy? Or do I drop this guy? So we're going to call SBD. I don't know if that sounds like a venereal disease or what, but we might have to change the name of that. So uh, starting off with defensive backs, and then we'll do linebackers and then D-line. So starting off with your guy. I don't know if you like this guy or not anymore, but Seattle safety, Jamal Adams. He's the number 16 defensive back. And he's averaging, I think, a decent 16 points per game in our scoring system on a three-week average over the last three weeks. So do you start bench or drop safety, Jamal Adams? Well, this week against Houston, probably getting Mills back at quarterback. I would start him this week. And Davis Mills was awful. I think he had like 46 <laughs> yards passing. <laughs> Houston is Houston is done. I mean, that might not even be the worst that uh, the one for New Orleans, that quarterback, uh, Taysom Hill. But he had 100 yards rushing. So yeah. that's a lot of points Four interceptions. Honestly, he had a good fantasy game, at least in our scoring system. I think he scored 30 points, even though he threw four picks. So horrible for the NFL. Not so bad for fantasy. The 100 yards, man, that that's a big help because it doesn't matter how bad of a quarterback you are if you can run 100 yards, and that he did. So, all right, next up, this one's another big name. The 17th-ranked DB in our system, Los Angeles Rams' Jalen Ramsey. He's averaging 11 points per game over the last three weeks, which is kind of a, you know, it's not bad, but you might expect more out of Jalen Ramsey. So do you start bench or drop Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. <sighs> Depends who's out there. I mean, if you got a Winfield out there or even a Sertan who's been unbelievable, yeah, I would probably make a trade. But if there's no one worth picking up, I'd probably just stash him. All right. I do like Patrick Sertan now that you mentioned that. I think that's a great, especially the rookie. So if you're in a dynasty league, Sertan's a stud. That whole Denver uh, secondary looks good on some days, looks bad on others. But I think they're a really good unit. I'm just uh, not sure why they're not consistent. All right, and here's the killer. This one's probably the roughest one on here. Buffalo defensive back, Micah Hyde. He's a safety. He's the number 26 defensive back. He's been my year the one for quite a while. Uh, the number 26 defensive back, and he's averaging over the last three weeks, six points per game. Micah Hyde, what do you do? Well, I would cut him, but I can't find anyone better than him to cut him for. <laughs> wow. So because <laughs> right. i look because i i have him on my roster and i went to cut him and just there's no one out there in our league 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's part of the problem. He got straight disrespected in the post game press conference too. When that snow wind, it literally wasn't snowy, but it was a little bit of flurries. But the wind was going like thirty miles an hour. Defense did all right in the the uh, the press. I don't can't remember the exact question they got asked after the uh, after the game. It was both Hyde and Poyer at the podium, and they asked him something about you know the uh, Mac Jones only completed two passes only through three and still beat you guys what's up basically <laughs> and he kind of got up walked out of rooms like that's disrespectful <laughs> anyways i'm paraphrasing you'll have to watch that if you can find a clip of that online so all right that's it for dbs let's go to linebackers i've got some good ones here your guy i'm i'm, I'm putting the pressure on you atlanta's uh Dion jones he's the number 20 linebacker in the league over the last three weeks, he's only averaged nine points per game. What do you do with Deion Jones? Well, I took him off a of you're the one list. I think he's too good to drop, so I just think you stash him. But, I mean, that running that linebacker, sorry, for uh, Azir Ashir of San Francisco, maybe take a gamble on him, but big names always come back, like Devin White beginning of the year just laid eggs 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 and then now he's playing pretty good so i'd probably stash him all right so you're benching start bench drop we can yeah. say stash if you want that's fine but yeah that one surprised me how especially how poorly he's done over the last few weeks uh, you know some of these there could be injury related they're playing they're just not scoring much all right next up this is another big name this these are just crazy uh new orleans demario davis he's the number 26 linebacker in our league He's averaging eight points per game over the last three weeks. What do you do with Demario Davis? <laughs> I cut him, but he, we made him. You're the one you're the last one. week because there's because <laughs> the defense is quietly good, but there's just no big names and they're just playing good as a unit. I don't think there's no standouts, kind of like the New England defense. Tell you the truth, I have about five or six really good names of linebackers on the on the waiver wire. They might not be available in our league, but they're probably available in many leagues. Uh, so I, I think linebacker is an easy spot to replace this this week. All right, last one. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, Leonard Floyd. He's the number 30th linebacker. He's averaged five points per game over the last three weeks. What do you do with Leonard Floyd? Yeah, I cut him. Don't even think about it. Okay. I think, uh, who was it they signed from Denver at the Rams? Uh, Von Miller. Von Miller. I was going to say Bradley Chow, but he's still at Denver. So Von Miller. <laughs> probably you would think he would help Floyd because I think he plays on the opposite side, but maybe they're uh, not putting them both out on the, at the same time. So yeah, he's really gone downhill lately. All right. Let's finish off with D line. This might be the hardest one because D line's tough. Yeah. I didn't go top 10 in any of these, but I did really close. So the number 11 D line, New York giants, Leonard Williams averaged six points per game over the last three weeks. What do you do with Leonard Williams? I bench him because there's really nobody out there. I mean, we have a few players on the uh, list coming up, but he's still got the potential to be better. So I just bench him if you can. I think I'm there with you just because, like you said, it's hard to find good defensive linemen right now. A lot of the defensive line play, it's boomer bust. And you just kind of yeah. hope for those boom. I mean, I'd say the same thing about Aaron Donald. I think I've had Aaron Donald on my roster for about three years, uh, maybe longer. And it's, even with him, especially this year, you just got to hope for those boom games because he can put up those Bomber Bird games. It's not fun. 
All right, Philadelphia. This guy was our year the one early on. Started the year off great. Def- number 13 defensive lineman, Philadelphia's Javon Hargrave. What do you do? Nine, nine points per game over the last three weeks. Oh, I probably cut him. That's a tough one. I really yeah, like they got, Javon. They got a they got a bye right this week. I believe so, yeah. They got Washington and the Giants. So there's two games that possibly could be pretty good, but depends what's out there. But I probably I wouldn't lose any sleep on cutting him. I think I would rather, I mean, obviously, because he's on a bye, you bench him this week. I hold on to Javon Hargrave, though. I, I really like him. He's an in, inside guy, an internal D-line, so one of the D-tackles or nose guard. You just, they're not the greatest because they just don't get a lot of tackles. Uh, but I think he's done good enough to hold on to him. But, you know, if you are going to cut him, like you said, this is bye week. You can't really use him this week anyway. You might. But the number 13 overall D-line, that's the hard part. All right, this one's another one. This guy was... This guy was probably the number one or number, at least the top three defensive line preseason in most people's rankings. Indianapolis DeForest Buckner. He's now the number 16th D line. Over the last three weeks, he's averaged eight points per game. What do you do with DeForest Buckner? I just bench him. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he's too good to drop and he's possibly a keeper, but i probably just bench him. All right. I really like that uh, Indianapolis defense. They're right at average with sacks on the year at 2.2, which is the NFL average sacks per game. So they're really not getting a lot of sacks. The way uh, Indy excels, though, is 29 takeaways, 15 interceptions, and 14 fumble recoveries. They'll lead the NFL in total takeaways with 29. So that's unless he gets in on that, it's hard to hard to play, but I, I hold on to him too. I think he's just too good of a, a player. All right. That's it. Um, unless you have any that you want to throw, otherwise we'll move on. No, I don't. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. All right. Uh, all buffet team honors. We got one at every position and two at linebacker, two DBs. So starting off with D line, I already mentioned this guy on the, uh, the pick six, um, Dallas's Carlos Watkins. Two tackles, one interception, one pass defense, and one pick six for 29 yards. So congratulations, Dallas's defensive end, I believe, Carlos Watkins. Uh, the other guy, um, Marlon Davidson for Atlanta, I don't think he even had a sack. Or I'm sorry, not a sack, but I don't think he had a single tackle in the game. He had a three-yard pick six, but no tackles, no assisted tackles, nothing. So he didn't make this list. Just Carlos Watkins for D-line. Moving on to linebacker. Minnesota's Blake Lynch. Uh, haven't really heard this name too much, but I did read that Anthony Barr was planning on playing this coming week. So Blake Lynch, he might be on uh, some people's waiver wires, but it's a tricky one because if Anthony Barr plays, you might not see much out of Lynch. Nine tackles for Blake Lynch, two sacks, one forced fumble and one fumble recovery. So congratulations, Blake Lynch from Minnesota. And then Los Angeles Chargers, like I said, this defense showed up this week. Uchenna Nwosu. Uh, two tackles, two sacks, one forced fumble, and one fumble recovery. Basically, both of his tackles were sacks. Uh, but Los Angeles Chargers linebacker Uchenna Nwosu made it. So just those two at linebacker and DB. I've been waiting for this guy since early in the season to have another big game. But defensive back uh, for Arizona corner, Byron Murphy. Six tackles, a half a sack, 
an interception, and two pass defenses. That's what I like to see, getting all those different categories, especially the interception and a sack in the same game. So congratulations, Byron Murphy. And then Indianapolis, this guy's uh, usual. He's been on this list several times before. Kenny Moore, another corner for Indy. Four tackles, one pick, two pass defenses, and one forced fumble. So congratulations, Carlos Watkins, Blake Lynch, Uchenna Nwosu, Byron Murphy, and Kenny Moore. And that's it for the Alba Fay team. All right. You hungry? <laughs> I am hungry. <laughs> Let's move on to the waiver wire pearls of the week. All right. Should we start at defensive line? Yep. Let's do it up front. All right. Um, coming off of his bye, dropped in roster percentage, Jeffrey Simmons. Around I like 50% that. 50% rostered. <laughs> Maybe because he's coming off a of bye, some people dropped him. Um, yeah. He faces Jacksonville too, which is a sweet matchup. So I like him too, but he's my number three. My number one is Pittsburgh's Chris Wormley. He's, he's kind of on and off. He's getting up there, but three and a half sacks over the last two games. So Chris Wormley, Pittsburgh. All right. I also have him on my list and I will add has Minnesota, Tennessee, who loves to give up points. KC's been not that great. So he might be a good, uh, guys for playoff time all right that sounds pretty good all right my next one is jonathan greenard he he's bumped down to 44 percent and he's got seattle great matchup jacksonville chargers i haven't quite decided so that's not bad for playoff time yeah, he's kind of on and off. I think he's dealing with the foot injury. Uh, didn't have a great game this last week. I think he mm-hmm. basically had one tackle, maybe one tackle and one assist. So he didn't make my list. But I have Minnesota's DJ Wanham. Back-to-back games with a sack. He faces Pittsburgh and Chicago over the next two weeks. So I really like that, those matchups. So DJ Wanham. All right, nice. I don't have him, but I got the cheat code. Came out of nowhere, Detroit's. Charles Harris, who we've talked about, two and a half sacks this week. He's got Denver, likes to give up a lot of hits. Arizona will be a tough, but then he has Atlanta and Seattle to finish out the playoffs. All right. My next one, and I only got four this week for D-line, is Quinnen Williams. But I'm not sold on the Norleans QB situation. I don't know what's going on there. Um, Taysom Hill did have a bad game, but he also injured his fingers. So I don't know if they give him another chance or not. So we'll see what happens. Um, no matter what, it's probably not going to be a good quarterback in New Orleans this week. So Quinn and Williams, great yeah, matchup. And, and he's got a Jacksonville matchup coming up too. So he's also on my list, but that's all I have to add about him. Should we go to linebackers? Let's do it. All right. Well, I think this guy, because I can't say his name, but King of the Hill for Houston, 20 Oof. total stops. Wow. 10 <laughs> solos be- and 10 <laughs> assists. I love it. <laughs> you know, I bid on him last week and was planning on picking him up, but I thought, well, Patrick Queen was available and he's kind of a big name. He's just been dealing with like a shoulder or chest injury. And I thought, well, Patrick Queen, I think has better long-term value, but man, Camu had a three monster games in a row. I messed up by not picking Camu, uh, but he's still available in our league. So I'm sure his price just went up a lot. Yeah, so I, I have him too, but he's not my number one, even though he's three monster games in a row. My number one is Detroit's Alex Anzalone. 
30 tackles over the last four weeks and two pass defenses in each of the last three games. This guy's a stud, Alex Anzalone for Detroit. 30 in the last two weeks, 20 and one. Eh, that's pretty good. Well, I'm going to go to Miami, the guy you turned us on to. Jalen Phillips has a bye, but then he's got the Jets and Tennessee coming up during the playoffs. It's pretty nice. Great looking rookie, too. I, I think <laughs> I like him better than uh, the New York Giants rookie. Uh, what was it? Um, starts with a disease or something like that. What is the good Giants, Giants rookie? I'll look it up here in one second. Aziz Ojolari is the Giants guy. He I wasn't led, even a try. <laughs> he led all rookies in sacks early in the year because he just started off on a bang. Uh, Jalen Phillips, I think he was coming out of college. I, somewhere in Florida, maybe Miami. Can't remember if it's Florida or Miami, but Phillips, I think, was coming into the NFL with an injury, so that kind of slowed him down. But, wow, he's looking really good, and I think he's finally coming into his own. I think he's going to be a, a great dynasty pickup. All right, I don't have him, though. I'm going to go to Tay Crowder for the Giants. He's got a really high floor and a pretty good matchup at, with the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers do like to throw the underneath route quite a bit uh, with Keenan Allen. But Keenan Allen, I do believe, is in the COVID list, but they also like to throw it to Austin Eckler underneath, so I expect some linebacker, probably Tay Crowder, to get a lot of those tackles. All right. I like that one. Um, going to San Francisco, mention this guy, Azir. Azir? I, I don't know why his numbers are so big, but he's had two nice games back to back. And he's got Cincinnati, who's usually pretty good for linebackers, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Houston. What more of a matchup can you like if he continue to stay in the starting lineup? I'm with you, too. He's my next uh, linebacker, Aziz. Al Shire for San Francisco, back-to-back -back monster games, way more tackles than Fred Warner. Um, so maybe he's just becoming their tackle guy. I think he's in versus a uh, pass heavy teams. He gets more tackles than Fred Warner and maybe Warner gets more tackles and run heavy teams. So I like him a lot. I think he's worth picking up. All right. My last one is kind of two and one. They're both at the 55%, but they're both coming off a of buy. So Harold Landry and Hassan Reddick of Carolina down in the 55%. Take a look just to see if they're there. I'm with you on the Carolina linebacker, but I'm going the other one, Shaq Thompson. They're coming <laughs> off a bye facing Atlanta. Atlanta's going to pass a lot probably, but they do throw a lot of passes to the running back and they probably want to get their tight end going again. Shaq Thompson's a great linebacker. I think both him and Hassan Reddick do well. Hassan Reddick gets more sacks, but Shaq, Shaq Thompson does more coverage stuff. So I really like him better in the Atlanta matchup, but both of them are pretty good. I think they're, like you said, they're maybe in the fifties and in, in roster ship. So I would check for him as well. That's it. All right. Going to DBs. I am going to go as a Homer pick Patrick Sertan of Denver. He's got Detroit, Cincinnati, Vegas, and the chargers coming up. Ooh. So he's, I think he's going to have pretty good time in a uh, playoff time. Well, I would, if this was just a dynasty only uh, waiver show, I would put him at the top for sure, but I didn't even put him on my list because I'm just going to win the playoffs. I'm not looking too long-term, but I, I think you're right with that, that matchup. I have a lot of corners, just not him, but I'm going to start off with the only safety I have on my list. J Ron curse for Dallas three straight weeks of great scores for J Ron. 
uh, I think he keeps it up. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's also on my list, and I'll just add nine total stops and a pick this week. <laughs> Not bad. All right. Well, I will go down to Tampa Bay where we mentioned him last week, Antoine Winfield, 10 total stops again. And he has some great matchups coming up, including Buffalo and New Orleans and Carolina. So I'm giving you matchups to win your playoffs, kid. Just telling you. All right. I'll need it because I'm not going to finish too high. Well, uh, speaking of the Tampa Bay guys, Tampa Bay is still my number one defense and they're starting to pull away. One thing I know, I also kind of give a, a score to the offense based on you know what, how much fantasy points or basically how well they're playing. Tampa Bay is my number one defense and my number one offense right now in terms of you know tests, tackles for loss, quarterback hits, pass defenses, sacks, uh, points, all that kind of stuff. So and turnovers and Tampa Bay is doing really well. So number two, I believe, is still New England but it's getting closer. So anyway, I love the Tampa Bay guys, although I didn't put them on here. I think they're, they are set up for a really strong playoff run. And if I were a betting man, I would probably be leaning on Tampa Bay to go to another Super Bowl. But I'm just a waiver wire guy. So my next waiver wire is Desmond King for Houston, cornerback uh, out of Houston. Decent floor, high ceiling, and he faces Seattle. And Seattle is the the team, the worst team, basically, or the best team, if you're looking for who to start your guys against. So Desmond King for Houston, I think he has a great game this week. All right. I also went with the high floor guy next, Jeremy Chan, and he's got a Atlanta, Buffalo, Tampa Bay will be a tough matchup, but the first two watch out. Yeah, I like it. And it's, this is where you got to look at that. Like the next three games, it's playoff time, right? I mean, our playoffs start in two weeks. Some people start in next week uh so now you got to start positioning yourself for that playoff run especially if you have some cushion and can, can play around uh, i have another cornerback for you green bay's cornerback rasul douglas they're coming off a bye and they get to feet feast on the dalton ears of chicago <laughs> so rasul douglas probably gets four picks himself now it's not a hundred percent that it's going to be uh andy pick six dalton at quarterback again, it could be back to Justin Fields, but it's still kind of looking like one more week without Justin Fields. We'll see. But I don't like this as much if it is Justin Fields. Uh, I think I would go with the linebackers. But if it's Andy Dalton again, I love Rasul Douglas for this game. All right. I've only got one more going to Seattle. Mr. Quadri Diggs had a big interception to not only win his game, but to beat someone in our fantasy league. <laughs> is, he the, is he the best uh, safety in Seattle, Quandre Dix? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Adams is so overrated. I mean, I mean, check this out. Not only is Diggs, he's big interception, but he's got Houston, great matchup, Chicago, and Detroit. Oh, see, I, I think I would be big on that Seattle defense because I – Houston is just completely falling apart. I mean, they're already talking about whether or not they're going to fire their coach. Um, I think they've been tanking since the start anyway. So it's, it's going to be a good ending of the year. I think some of these players, right. Especially the lesser known guys, they're going to be playing for basically a chance to stay in the NFL. You know, maybe they get traded, maybe they get uh, staying on the team, but either way, they don't want to be cut. 
So I think they're going to be playing hard. The offense, I don't know. seems like that offensive line doesn't want to block anymore. Yeah. All right. So I have one more also. Uh, this might be a bit of a homer pick, but Arizona's Byron Murphy, cornerback. Big division game against the pass-happy Los Angeles Rams. I think last time they kind of stayed away from his side. This time I think maybe Stafford has to throw throw his way a little more. So looking for another big game out of Byron Murphy. All right. I actually really like that one. Um, ready to go to the other side of the ball? Let's do it. This is the hard part for me. <laughs> well, you know, I get a text first thing in the morning. Hey, your quarterback's out. You need to find a new guy. <laughs> so <laughs> he led me to victory. So going ah, number one on my list, Jimmy G. He's got Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Houston coming up. Cincinnati's like got a good matchups. I like Cincinnati's defense. They don't have a great pass defense, but that, yeah. that D-line, man, they're going to pressure him. So just so you know, Jimmy G did throw two picks. He looked horrible in the game. They still got the win, but I don't yeah. think it was because of him. But it doesn't matter as long as you get your points, I guess. Well, I'm going to go start off with my number one. I don't even have Jimmy G on my list because I don't think he's that good <laughs> of a quarterback. But my number one was who I offered you in that text early in the morning when I told you your quarterback's out. <laughs> Big Ben Roethlisberger in a trade. So Roethlisberger for Pittsburgh, he's a solid vet. Nothing great here, but he should keep putting up 250 yards a game. All right. I agree with that. I'm going to go with probably my favorite streamer of the week, Mr. Cam Newton has Atlanta this week. I don't like his matchups the rest of the time, but you put him in for Jimmy G this week, and then I run Jimmy G the rest of the week, rest of the year out. I might have a, I might have a toilet bowl win. That is a great streaming option. I love Cam Newton this week too. He, his last time he played wasn't too good. I think Carolina's already fired their, was it their offensive coordinator and their coach or GM? Yeah, I don't understand that one. Maybe we should talk about that. How do you fire the offensive coordinator who the... Uh-oh, did you cut out? Best receive, best running back, best receiver in McCaffrey. It's tough to put the blame on him, but maybe there's more going on than we know. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if it was their offensive coordinator, right? They uh joe brady i think yeah. yeah is that so they did fire joe brady yeah okay. i think that's who it was and I who was the wrong. other who was the other person they fired was it their gm i, I didn't see that one i just saw the, that was a the, couple weeks ago yeah i just saw the brady one i was like wow I, I would love him to go to denver and going <laughs> into denver he's my next guy on the list i'm gonna just skip right past you by the way oh that's fine bridgewater now What's wrong with him? He has all those weapons. He's got an okay running back right now <laughs> and all those great receivers. And he can't even put up 200 yards consistently, but with his matchups coming up, you know, he would be a great one to have Detroit, Cincinnati, so-so, but Vegas and the chargers. Oh my goodness. I'm with you there. In fact, uh, Teddy Bridgewater is my number two. Uh, they do. I mean, I'm just looking this week for starters. You get Detroit at home this week. Love that. So he's my number two. And I'm going to jump right into my number three since you skipped me. <laughs> my number three is uh, Iron Zach Wilson for the New York Jets. He might be worth a flyer. I, you know, I'm not too big on him, but he's gaining confidence and the Jets have nothing to lose right now. So I think he's going to let it fly, which means he might not have a great NFL game. They might still lose games, but I think he's going to be putting up fantasy numbers. 
And it was Joe Brady that fired this week, but there was someone else, I think, that got fired uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, That's it for my quarterbacks, by the way. Perfect. Well, going into running backs, my number one, I mean, I don't know if you looked in ours, someone dropped the big guy for the Rams all of a sudden. So Michelle, Michelle or Henderson? Yeah, he's a, oh. Michelle is a okay. free agent in our league. So it's like crazy. So everyone check just to make sure no one got dropped on accident. But my number one is Penny for Seattle. But God, that Travis Homer. Guy? Homer? Yeah. Like three for 80 and a touchdown. He got four or five targets. Like, is Penny really the guy? Or do we think this um, Homer going to be the guy? What Homer get like three carries? <laughs> I mean, maybe it's three carries for 80 yards, but it's still only three carries. So I wouldn't, I would, I would slow the boat down on, on Homer just yet. That sounds like too much of a Homer pick, but Penny, maybe, I I don't know that. I don't think I would mess. I don't, I wouldn't touch any of the Seattle running backs right now, but go for it all you want. Yeah. All right. My uh, first running back is the rookie for Philadelphia. Uh, Mainly for dynasty value, Kenneth Gainwell. I don't expect much as he got about half the carries of uh, Sanders in the last game. Yep. So he's getting the ball. He's not the number one guy, but it looks like he's a clear number two and he's got dynasty value. So Kenneth Gainwell is my first guy. And I actually also have him just because of, we don't know what's up with Sanders, but Howard is coming back, but he is my number two. And that's all I have for running backs. Cause it was terrible pickings. <laughs> I have Donta Foreman. For Tennessee coming off a bye had a hundred yard game before that. Uh, so I like him. And then my third running back is Mike Davis for Atlanta. You know, he should get a handful of points if you need a running back that's actually playing, but it's hard this week. I mean, I wouldn't start Mike Davis over almost any other running back that you have on your team, but if you have somebody on a bye or injury and you need somebody, Mike Davis will fill in. Yeah. All right. Should we go to wide receivers? Yep. Let's do it. All right. Well, I put Russell Gage is my number one, but then I saw there was an injury to the wide receiver for Minnesota. So Osborne is my new number one. Ooh. So Madison AJ, is? Um, no, the. Uh, oh, we're talking receiver. Okay. Yeah, it's receiver. Jefferson. Is that Jefferson? Yeah. No, Phelan. Adam Phelan is on the ah. COVID list, I think. Yeah. I just put on this morning, I think. That's kind of a big deal. So I like it. And the number one yeah. guy is. Jefferson's obviously their number one receiver, but hey, a number two receiver I'll take. Man, he had like a great game this week. All right. Well, I didn't start with him. I started with Atlantis, Russell Gage. Yeah, he just he's... <laughs> he keeps producing. 22 receptions, 241 yards, and a touchdown over the last three weeks. Gotta love those numbers. What's that, like seven catches for 80 yards and a third of a touchdown every week? I like that. Well, he's their true number one, so... You gotta like that. And he's my he was my true number one until I saw the injury. So we're all right. So I'm gonna go out to Green Bay then. MVS. We mentioned him last time. He's got Chicago, Baltimore, Cleveland, Minnesota. So I think he can have a good run. I have MVS MVS also uh for (laughs) Green Bay. He's coming off a bye. He might see more targets if Chicago's Johnson sticks on uh Devontae Adams. Uh, is it Jalen Johnson for Chicago cornerback? Really good shutdown corner. You don't want him covering MVS, but if he covers Adams, MVS, I think, is going to get a lot of targets. So I like him too. 
Yeah. And then my last one for Detroit, seven targets, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. My last one will be Nick Westbrook Akini for Tennessee. Julio might be coming back. I think they did. He's eligible to come off IR this week. But this Nick uh, Westbrook, he's doing great things with Julio out. So maybe he keeps Julio on the sidelines for another week. Uh, Julio is clearly the better receiver, but you know this could be Julio's last year. And if you're looking to move forward, you got to go with this Nick, Nick Westbrook. That's it for my receivers. All right. Well, tight ends were just a slim pickings too, but I'll start with the guy, Tyler Coughlin of Minnesota, just because there's going to be targets available. Um, I don't have him. My number one, I think I had this guy last week, but Cole Komet for Chicago, 18 <laughs> targets over the last two weeks. He's averaging nine targets a week or a game I like, like that over the last two anyway. All right. And he's actually my next one, too, because I always have him on the list. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll skip by him and go to the guy you might have next, Evan Ingram of the Giants. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> actually, Evan Ingram was my third. He's averaging about five targets a game over the last three. So that's why he's my number three pickup this week, Evan Ingram. All right. You have any other ones? I have my number two left. All right. Austin Hooper for Cleveland. Um, same reason that you picked um, that uh, Osborne for Minnesota. Austin Hooper's uh, other tight end there in Cleveland is David Njoku, and he went on the COVID list. David Njoku did. So Austin Hooper, I think, will pick up pick up the slack. Austin Hooper did miss a game, uh, but then I think they had a bye. So hopefully he's healthy. healthy. But I think if David Njoku stays on the COVID list, it would probably be really big scoring. Austin Hooper actually was on a like a double digit streak for three or four games in a row. And then his last two were kind of bad, but by a week and Njoku on the COVID should help him out. All right. Well, should we go to the kicking game where I get him released? Yeah, let's see who you get <laughs> who you get canned this week. I, I'm not even following the latest kicker news, but I think uh the kicker that came on and took that uh famous kicker for New Orleans' spot got dumped and I think Washington pick him up and then he hit the game winner like Brian Johnson, I think was his name. So that kicker, kicker news, it's hard to stay up with. Yeah. Well, let's go to the, the giants and go to Mr. Graham geo is my, I ain't going to put them in order. They're just available. <laughs> right. I kind of put them in order, but not really, but I do like Graham Gano's my number two. Um, he gets to kick in LA this week. And if you saw that weather in new England, Although, I mean, I was shocked. I think there were at least three field goals made and four attempted in that New England game with the 30-mile-an-hour wind and 20-degree temperatures, and they still kick. But I still like to stay away from those games, if at all possible, because you don't want your kicker kicking in that in fantasy. So Graham Gano gets to kick in L.A. this week. He has missed two field goals over the last two weeks, one in each game. That's the scary part. But that Giants offense still isn't that great. They might. Uh, bogged down and have to kick a lot of field goals again who's yeah, your number two i am gonna go with big game mike williams is back and better than ever how about dustin hopkins of the chargers <laughs> <laughs> he can't seem to get it in the end zone but he's getting it there <laughs> all right i can't complain i mean he's he's a kicker that kicks in la out you know warm where it's warm my next one is no name zane zane gonzalez <laughs> for carolina hasn't missed a kick since week four 
He's also coming off a bye, so he's probably widely available in most fantasy leagues. Zane Gonzalez, pretty good kicker. Carolina. All right. Well, let's go to where you hate these guys. Out in the cold, Philadelphia, Jake Elliott. (laughs) Monster game. Number one kicker this last week. Wow. Is he on a bye, though? Yeah, Philadelphia's yeah, he's on a, on a buy, buy, but I'm looking for the rest of the year. Okay, he might win some leagues. If you really <laughs> want to win the list, rest of the week, rest of the year, this guy's probably not widely available, but he's in the 50% rostered. Arizona's Matt Prater. Looking at his schedule for the rest of the year, he plays in domes the rest of the year. <laughs> Gotta love like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's in Arizona, so it's already warm anyway, but I think he goes to Detroit. I think he goes to Dallas. Uh, and then like two or three games in Arizona. That's a great kicker. And he's a pretty good kicker to begin with, Matt Prater. So that's that's how you win your your playoffs. Or for you, that's how you win your toilet bowl. Exactly. <laughs> that's right, it for well, my kickers. I'm, me too. And I'm I'm out of anything to talk about good because it's been a rough week. I did score a lot of points. Well, I just want to wish you the very best of luck in a couple of weeks in the toilet bowl, even, even though... You know, that's confirmed that you will be there. We don't know who your opponent will be. Um, I'll be thinking about you while I'm at the playoffs, doing my best to try <laughs> to make it through the playoffs. But I'm setting out my my best luck wishes to you right now. Well, I think what pushed you over was that big trade you made by getting big game James, big game Williams, you know. I mean, the only thing you didn't, you lost out was a running back. But other than that, I think that's what pushed you into the playoffs, just throwing it out there. Well, if you got a second, we could talk about the uh, which which rookie running back in the NFL is doing the best, and which one would you want going forward? I think a lot of people started the year with uh, Najee Harris, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm sold on him as the number one. I think the number one going forward is the one out of Denver, that Jamal, uh, not Jamal, sorry, Javante Williams. I think Javante for the rest of the year, but I think. Najee's just wore out they've been using him forever I mean but Williams for Denver is people don't even know his name they always call him the wrong name so it's just like how good can he really be some people (laughs) might call him Melvin or Gordon or whatever but we saw what he could do when Melvin Gordon is inactive and you know if you just look to next year forget about this year like who would you pick out of all the rookie running backs um, if you were like in a draft where all you could pick was running backs that were rookies this year which of those would you pick first next year? I could see Najee Harris getting some of the vote, but I, I would say you've got to look at this Javante Williams because Melvin Gordon might not even be in Denver next year. And that's the only thing holding Williams back. I would go Harris one still and Williams two, but that's how I had it going into the year. Do you have any other? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I didn't really plan really, on this discussion, but I, I really like the guy from San Francisco, but he's like disappeared, but what happened to Sermon? <laughs> I think he's on Mitchell, IR. They, yeah, uh, Mitchell he's basically kicked off the just, team. So I kind of like Mitchell if he can stay healthy. Mitchell is a rookie too. So I think there's a good one. I think DeAndre Swift was the rookie last year. So he's not included. Uh, Najee Harris, I think has had a really good year. Uh, you can't really knock that. So it's tough, but I think, yeah, maybe I didn't even think about Mitchell, but Mitchell Harris and Javante Williams right now, I think are the top three rookie running backs. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. see too many else that are rookies. Those are, in the top those are, I mean, Carter of the Jets, you know, don't know what you're going to get with him. 
you got the guy for Philadelphia. Maybe Sanders can never seem to say healthy. And, what about the one for Carolina? And he's probably the next one I was going to bring up. I like him a lot. Shuba Hubbard, because McCaffrey, yeah. McCaffrey's great. If he's healthy, he's the number one running back in the league. Problem is he's had health issues the last two years. He's on IR right now for the rest of the year. So right now for the rest of the year, I'm kind of thinking Chuba Hubbard has a good chance, although he hasn't really impressed when he's the starter. That's the problem. I just don't think he's advanced as much as some of the others. And I don't know what you see in uh, Sermon. I think Sermon won't ever play. He might not even be in the NFL next year. I just throw him out there because he's the one I picked because I was so high on him. And now I just, I don't even know who he is. It's just like, <laughs> he's kind of like, remember who was that? Carlos Hyde, I held on for years and he never really panned out. And then the year I cut him, he had his best year. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Oh, another rookie I forgot to mention. Um, Kenneth Gainwell for Philadelphia. I did put him in the waiver wire. He's another yeah. rookie. I think uh, we'll have to actually do a, a rookie show where we rank our top rookies at different positions because running back seems to be the most interesting one for me. And looking at these, I think Javante Williams is my clear number one running back. I think Najee Harris is my number two, but then three is where it gets the gray area. You got Chuba Hubbard, Kenneth Gainwell, Elijah Mitchell, um, maybe maybe a couple other names. So I'll have to do some research on that. One guy who's not a rookie, though, Tony Pollard. Wow, he's looking pretty good. He's basically taking Ezekiel Elliott's job. He's not that big, yeah. so he's not going to get the goal line carries. But man, he's quick, very quick. So anyway. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Maybe uh, we'll tease that in a show next week when we start doing some of our favorite rookies at every position, and we'll try to split it up over the next few weeks. All right. That works for me. Well, I'll get out of here then, kid. All right. Have a good one. Peace out.